Today's episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour is brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to geek30.com slash Amazon and click on the link to do all of your shopping. It helps us pay the bills at no extra cost to you. Again, geek30.com slash Amazon. Coming up on today's show, Gone Wilder. The floor is lava. Out of the pool, kids. Adults are swimming. And Shaka, when the walls fell. This is episode 39 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is September 5th. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Uh, it's uh, of the year 2016 of our Lord uh, 26. What's the term? Of our Lord 26? No, of our Lord 26. <laughs> like, you know, the, this year of our Lord 2016. I don't know. Anyway, I'm Alex and here's JoJo. Hello. How are you doing today? <laughs> I just don't know, dude. Yeah, the, uh, the pull start on that uh, gas engine. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Right. It just was not going. No. <laughs> um, so, great start to a show. <laughs> All right. And we're done. And we're done. So uh, welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. We appreciate you being here to um, celebrate all things geek culture and um, really craft beer related. Absolutely. Um, and we're happy to be off work today and recording a podcast. We're still at work then. Yeah, we're kind of. This is a labor of love. <laughs> yeah. This is a labor, labor of love. day of love. Yeah, so Jojo, how have you been? I'm very, very good. Yeah? Yeah. You, you've been enjoying your long weekend? Absolutely. Got some sleep this time. Very nice. Well, that's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah, we ended <laughs> up, um, we're, we're, we're in the process of sell- selling our house. Congratulations. Fingers, fingers crossed. Yeah. This inspection goes through and all's, all's good. Um, I don't think anything's wrong with the house that I've noticed, so uh, hopefully they didn't find anything terrible um so that we've been real busy there absolutely and um there was an update recently that came out for uh, a small tiny little game that we both love and play oh yeah a lot of so been playing a lot of world of warcraft Um, i am already max level absolutely yeah and yeah so so playing a lot of legion if you're ever um looking to play world of warcraft with us feel free to um send us an email geek 30 podcast at gmail.com we would love to um, to play with you. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Swag, whatever his face is, from uh, the server Sargeras, who decided after he was a, a fail in, in every single like term of the word, uh, he decided to uh, PM me directly, a whisper yeah. in, in World of Warcraft, about how I sucked as heels. It's like, dude, I took a hit better than you did. So, yeah, he, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's tough being the best. You right. Know, he, you know, he's I'm just sorry. So sorry, not sorry. You just suck at yeah, life. That's all right. You know, trolls will be trolls. <laughs> right. Uh, as we talked about in our last episode. But anyway, um, quick housekeeping items before we get into the beer. Remember to um, give us a five star rating on iTunes. As you heard at the top of the show, um, we're also uh, we also are Amazon affiliates, yes. so feel free to do all of your shopping in Amazon um, through our link on our website. That we'll helps see a change us. In price. Yeah, it doesn't you know. doesn't cost you anything extra. It just helps us um, to to pay the bills right. and, and entertain you. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, what else am I missing? Oh, we got a new blog post up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, went up today. If you're hearing this, you know you're going to be hearing this on Tuesday. Uh, there is a, a blog post that our friend Andy did um, about being a geeky parent, and we'd like to um, get uh, you know perspectives from parents um, who have been you know 
geeks growing up and then trying to instill that that love of geek culture onto their children. So it's a good time to shout out uh, to Jason and Veronica. In that yes. Aspect. Yeah, I saw them this weekend as well. They're doing great and Eli's doing great. Uh, so listen or, or go read that blog post. It's actually it's really touching. It's a um, you know, it's kind of a letter to his son, Josh, um, who's still an infant. And, um, you know, it, it's it's exactly what you want to read as somebody who's geeky, who would eventually, you know, hopefully have kids at some point. It's like, you know, we, this is very, very well done. So you can go to geek30.com, um, click on the blog, uh, you know, link there at the top, um, or go to geek30.com slash blog, give that a read as well as the other blog posts that we have up there. Um, we're trying to provide other, you know, supplemental content for you guys to enjoy. Absolutely. So uh, with that in mind, though, we have a great beer from a familiar face of this show. Very good brewery. Very good beer. Very good brewery. Very good beer. Very good people. Absolutely. So let's get into the beer segment. Oh, hello, Geek Southie. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Tin Cannon Brewing Company in Gainesville, Virginia. Yes, Deanna and I were there last night for um, this awesome brewery event where they had a bunch of local brewers over there um, trying different beers and such and uh, Sabrina was enough to uh, was kind enough to invite us and awesome. we had a blast very cool now I know I saw a couple pictures on there mm-hmm. uh, some of those beers we've had or some of those breweries we've had on our show before like Ornery and yes. uh, Growling Bear yeah yeah great uh, great products coming out of those places too and um, so we actually met up with uh, Tin Cannon Brewery's head brewer Bobby and he uh, he recommended that we check out this Azakatuya IPA. Gesundheit. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> bless me. No, that was a burp. Sorry. <laughs> Azakatuya. It's a New England style IPA with sort of a, a, a Northern Virginia twist, um, where you know normally uh, these like New England IPAs they're very uh, milkshakey, very right, right. thick. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot lighter, uh, but he takes a lot of the the same. Um, approaches to creating this beer that they do up there so uh he actually was kind enough to record himself um describing this beer uh and they put it on their facebook page and then he was kind enough to give it to us so that we can feature basically you're going to hear from the brewer himself on uh the tasting notes for this beer how cool is that here is bobby hey crap beer lovers and tcbc fans we got a new beer coming at you today Zaka to you New England style IPA, very citrusy, grapefruity on the nose, tropical fruit on the palate, and pine on the back end. Come out and have a pint with us today. So that's a great uh, description of that beer. What would you Absolutely. say? Absolutely, that's spot on. Not to play puns, but it was on the nose. Ah, ah. oh god damn it, Joe. <laughs> it's good. It's, god damn it. <laughs> it's nomenclature. It's you know, it's common. It's, it's colloquial. Colloquial. I can't even see colloquial. it. Colloquial. <laughs> 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 now I've got the pull start yeah. on there. Uh, no, it's 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 a term that everybody uses, and it's also a beer term, so it works both okay, ways. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But the first thing that really um, took me by surprise was how wonderful this beer smells absolutely what would you like when you smell it what do you what do you get out of it i get um a little bit of citrus a big floral flavor at well uh, aroma not flavor um it's just it's a beautiful smell mm-hmm. and it's so smooth absolutely when you drink it right it's it, it there's a bit of a bite um kind of in the middle of the experience but then it just mellows out right and i was talking to bobby about you know my um general disdain of of ipas because of what they do to my body and he was like dude i agree and he has all the same issues and he was like i, w- I wanted to create something a little bit lighter and um he he 
wanted to um, basically follow the similar recipe that they do up in New England, but to tailor it more to, uh, you know, lighter IPA drinkers like him and me. Right. So that was a lot of fun. He actually mentioned that he took um, a, a lot of the same notes from Hetty Topper. Okay. Which is another IPA. It's like one of the top five beers in America. Right. Um, I've actually never had that beer, and I'm very interested in trying it. He recommends that we that we do that at some point. Uh, so future episode. Future episode. No, so you've <laughs> never had that before? I have not. And so he said that he took a lot of the, the notes kind of from that, but... Um, you know, kind of in his own style. And it's not, it, you know, you kind of look right through, there's really, it's not cloudy right, exactly. hardly at all. And uh, they also mentioned, I think they used um, wheat barley, which is right. funny because it's so semi-IPA, semi-wheat. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> like, you know, they don't, it doesn't look cloudy, which is typical of, right. those, of those sort of beers. It's, it's very clean, very well filtered. Totally. So um, we're going to enjoy this beer as we get into the news segment. We have a, a few really cool things to uh, talk about. So cheers. Jojo, cheers. Let me take a sip before this thing. Mm, that's good beer. And here's the news. Geek 30 News. Okay, seriously, like 2016 has to stop it. <laughs> good. So was it, and I, th- I think I made this joke before, was it written by J- uh, George R.R.? Uh, Martin, yeah, basically, because, because you know anybody you love is going to be axed. Zero fucks are given. We're axing everybody. Oh man, we lost That's another. Tough. We lost another um, brilliant, brilliant uh, actor uh, person, right, in this world, Mr. Gene Wilder. Uh, he is known as God. I mean, like a number of different, uh, you know, characters. Willy Wonka, right, most notably. Um, yeah, he you know Young Frankenstein. He was in yep. Blazing Saddles. Um, basically, if there's a Mel Brooks movie, he was in it. Right. <laughs> and you know to hear all the sentiment from Mel Brooks about you know this guy passing and and you know similar to um, to when we you know were honoring Kenny Baker, we don't want to sit here and and turn this into a sad show because that's not what this is. We want to no. celebrate similar to how we celebrate every aspect of of geek culture in our life. Uh, we want to celebrate these people's lives. And because uh, I'm sure that's what they would have wanted. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so uh, most notably for me, like my one of my favorite uh, roles that he played was Young Frankenstein. Yes. For me personally. Absolutely. Uh, that's Frankenstein. 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 <laughs> Just one of my one of my favorite movies um, of all time. One of my favorite moments is the Frau Bruja. And then you hear, <laughs> <laughs> Often the because because of the, because of the horses, <laughs> you know. Anyway, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's so good, man. You see, and this is this is right. what I'm talking about, man. Like he's he has such iconic roles, and um, you know, I, I was lucky enough to have you know seen these movies in my childhood. You know, they didn't come out in my childhood, but you know, I grew up watching movies like right. that because my parents were um, very. Uh, very they very much believe that like I needed to watch classic movies like that. Right. So um, I'm very just like uh, if you ever have kids, he's going to watch Star Wars in the correct order. In the correct order, <laughs> you know, yes. growing up. So he or she, I said he, but yeah. they will yep. you know watch it in the correct order. Deanna, you're not pregnant, right? <laughs> Again, what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so um, anyway, it's ve- it's a very it's very sad, right, right, right. Um, that we've that we've lost this person, but. You know, one thing that there's an article from Nerdist um, that talks about Willy Wonka and Blazing Saddles returning to theaters to honor Gene Wilder. 
so this was published back on September 2nd. It says, in the same way many of us turn to, fo- uh, to photographs and memories of loved ones that we have lost to help us hold on to their memories and to aid us in dealing with their grief or with our grief, we also turn to the works of a beloved entertainer when we have to say goodbye to him or her. So it shouldn't surprise anyone, especially those of us that have already spent the last few days watching our favorite clips and film clips and films from Gene Wilder uh, that this weekend blazing saddles and Willy Wonka will both return to movie theaters across the country to, to uh, in tribute to the late comedian. I think that's such a cool way to honor Absolutely, um, some of these people to see it on the big screen again because yeah. a lot of people, yeah, like you said, uh, they were before your time, they were before my time. Um, so I never saw Willy Wonka in the theaters. I only saw it on a small screen. Uh, so the chance to actually see it in the theaters would be phenomenal. Blazing Saddles. I was actually late to the game of Blazing Saddles. I only saw that for the first time. I think about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I want to say, out of the 70s, 77, something like that, 76? Yeah, late 70s or early 80s. Maybe. maybe early 80s. I don't. I can't remember. And it was just as, I mean, it, it held its own. It didn't age like most movies do now. Now, you can, you can tell something was very 2006 now, or something was very 1999. Blazing Saddles was completely timeless, and I enjoyed every moment of it. You know, right. it, was, it was fantastic. So some of these movies, and uh, Gene Wilder, uh, he actually spoke to this, and there's some truth to this. He feels like a lot of these movies nowadays are just explosions in action. Yeah. And there is a need for more content, a lot, a lot more dialogue. Um, so like the world's end, the world's end wasn't as crazy as Shaun of the Dead or as Hot Fuzz, but there was more dialogue and it was mm-hmm. funnier because of that. Right. Yeah. Um. And so there's there's a truth there that we don't need to have completely. I mean, we're an ADHD kind of environment, unfortunately, but we need more actual story. And he's one of those is a big proponent of it. It's like we need more story here, mm-hmm. and he shows it. You know, it was funny. It was great. And there's so many quotable, iconic things in Willy Wonka. Um, or Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein and whatnot that you can remember because of the dialogue that happened, not just because of the antics. Yeah, certainly. One of my favorite things from Willy Wonka um, was when uh, the little fat kid was, you know, he he jumped Augustus into Clue. the... Yeah, he, you know, he was in the, the river of chocolate right. or whatever. And he was... They were trying to save him and the mom's freaking out. Right. And she's like, my uncle's this. Oh no. <laughs> and so, and he's, and he's basically following along and he says, um, the suspense is terrible. I hope it lasts. <laughs> That's great. And he plays off of her. He's like, she'll be turned. Uh, he'll be turned to marshmallows in five seconds. That's ridiculous. It's preposterous. That's not going to the marshmallow room. It's going to the boiler room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not the content. It's you know, it's, I know. you just completely miss the point. You it's know, not, it's not slapstick comedy that right. he was known for. He was known for those quick, witty responses and the delivery of those. It was right. just masterful, man. So, what's your who's what's your favorite Gene Wilder movie? I I mean, time and time again, again, I have a big part for Young Frankenstein for different reasons and for Blazing Saddles and whatnot, but time and time again, Willy Wonka hits Willy it Wonka. for me. Willy Wonka. What about it? Everything. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Everything about it. Not just, not just him in his role, the whole movie. And so I actually, I love the new Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp. Um, mm-hmm. but they are two completely different masterpieces. Oh, yeah. I and mean, I, it's Tim Burton compared to... Right, exactly. But you know. there's there were very little parallels as to how they approached that movie. Um, and I could watch both of them every day for the rest of my life if, if I if I wanted to. So I, I liked how their, their approach in the early 70s wasn't really, well, we don't really have the tech for it. We can build a set, but you know we have to kind of budget what we can do with, for special effects. So it was dialogue-based, and so you get a lot more stuff. Like, uh, for me, one of the most... Um, 
even you know, outside being a Gene Wilder and whatnot, one of the most profound uh, quotes is, I bet the gold makes the chocolate taste terrible. <laughs> you know? Right. Because they're so focused on the gold, they forget that they bought it for a chocolate bar. You know, kind of a deal. So yep. it's, it's very, like, that's, that's something that's kind of settled with me since I was a kid. It's like, that's, that's very uh, profound. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, that whole movie was just amazing. Yeah. It's a magical experience watching that movie. Right. And the music? Yeah. <laughs> Oompa loompa doopa dee doo. That's that's cute. Yeah, I know, right? You did a really good job. <laughs> and they're orange. So and I they're orange. <laughs> so the, we know what your Halloween costume is going to be this year. I, well, I'm too I'm too fat for that. <laughs> that's funny. Um, all right, so you know, I, we wanted to take a second to just remember Gene Wilder because you know he he's another one of those actors that you know. I mean, rest in peace. We've we've right. lost some really tremendous talent and you know, just genuine people um, this year. Do you have a favorite moment also? Cause I, um, oh, well, <laughs> you know, like, like I said, young Frankenstein uh-huh. just was one of my favorite movies. Okay. Um, I, just everything from like the subtle little, like the Frau Bruja <laughs> sort of things. Right. To, um, you know, the, the sexual tension between him and his fiance of right. like, no, wait until our wedding night. And like, like they're just like, they just want like, to like ravage each other, but he can't. They're a little touchy feely, but yeah. not quite. And she's like, no, no, I must not. And then, you know, he goes rolling so in the hay with, uh, with what's her face. So yeah. <laughs> minor details. And then, uh, and then Frank and the Frankenstein monster ends up boning his, uh, his, his fiance, which is great. That was hilarious. He created the monster. And then, he, and then she ends up like, like singing operatic, like as they're doing it, which it's just stuff like that, man. It's, right. it's not slapstick humor. It's just, it's the delivery that, right. You know, Mel Brooks is known for and Gene Wilder is known for. But that's it's, just, it's not just writing the movie in that aspect. Because you can write a fantastic movie. You have to be able to deliver it. You have to get the right person, someone who's convinced. And that's why I love UHF with uh, Weird Al so much. Because Weird Al, it's a dumb movie. But he's so committed to the character, it never feels fake. He feels sure. like he's a genuine actor yeah. through the whole thing. And it's, it's awesome that way. And you see that with like... Uh, Richard Pryor with Gene Wilder with a lot of the people with Mel Brooks and whatnot they get into this role and they are the role they believe the role it's stupid yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah. they're fully committed to it and that's why it's so amazing and it, yeah it comes out great right exactly oh, man. It, it's sad that we don't really I don't think that we have that same sort of um, well, comedic no, touch these days you know what I, I mean feel, I feel like you can get away with that with something like Spider-Man as a franchise but everybody's so focused on making the antagonist or the protagonist um touchy-feely emotional they've got a dark side they're the anti-heroes like come on just have fun with it it's spider-man yeah do that for batman batman's got his own place for that emotional <laughs> bullshit you know <laughs> not not spider-man yeah right right well let us know your thoughts on, on what your favorite gene wilder movie is um, we'd love to hear from you guys geek 30 podcast at gmail.com is our email address um you know let us know your thoughts on this this is very sad but uh, at the same time uh, we want to take an opportunity to celebrate his life so absolutely um, hearing from you guys would help cope with this. Absolutely. Now, um, on to lighter news, um, on to video game news. Yay. Right? Uh, the floor is Hot Lava. That's a that's a, uh, a game that we've played as kids, right? Right. I've you got, had an imagination at one point, right? I, I used to. Uh, I used to. <laughs> my small tech company has beat that out of me now. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why you don't ever become an adult, kids. That's right. Um, my feet are currently not touching the floor, BT dubs. 
because the floor is lava. The floor you, is lava. Yeah, right. you, you can't you can't touch the floor. So you remember you know setting up pillows strategically around your living room as a kid and jumping from pillow to pillow to avoid to couch to chair to hot bed. lava because yeah. and you know you and your friends would chase each other trying to knock each other off the furniture and you know dive into the lava and you know break your necks and right. stuff. It was fun. You know right. you were kids. Exactly. We had a lot of fun. Now they turn that into a video game. Exactly. It's called Hot Lava, right? Oh, the, hot the, Lava, yes. Hot, hot lava. lava. So it, we still don't know when this uh, this video game is going to be released. And, you know, it's going to be released probably on, on PC and consoles and stuff. Right. And it basically takes a um, cartoonish sort of first person um, parkour sort of uh, um, experience, um, throws it in a video game, and you have to... Um, make your way across this terrain and jump from thing to thing. And, you know, you're in your living room and the floor is actually hot lava right, in this right. case, right? Well, like, it's actually visually hot lava. It's thing. visually hot lava. <laughs> so you can't, um, you can't fall off of it and you have to, uh, you know, complete puzzles and, um, you know, it's a Twitch sort of game. So you have to, you know, Very jump at the, jump at the thing and, and land on the thing and, you know, the right time. And uh, I thought this was, brilliant yeah exactly you know i think some of the most brilliant concepts are just you know, let's take something very basic like um like a, a childhood game <laughs> and let's turn it into a video game which is kind of the ultimate kind of social situation because i've never talked to anybody else about lava uh be it the four being lava until i was an adult and everybody i've talked to they never actually shared it with anybody else either they just kind of played it so it's funny that all kids kind of pick this up and just go with it you know, it's just, oh, yeah. every, every kid has an imagination at some point and it's like, oh my God, the floor is lava and you go and do whatever. Right. It came out of nowhere. Right. And some guy's like, well, why don't I make that a real thing? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> you know? So what would be, this is this is a, something that I was thinking would be fun to talk about. What would mm -hmm. be another game that you played as a child that could be replicated into some kind of video game? That's a great question. So, so something that kind of pops up for me, like what about hide and seek? In a digital world? In like sort of like a digital world. Like, Isn't that what Call of Duty is now? Everybody's well, a camper. Yeah, everybody's a camper. <laughs> Fair enough. No, but I, I think it would be kind of cool to um, to have like, you know, make it almost a spooky game. Right. Where, you know, people have to run away from a demon or a, or a ghost or something. Right. And, you know, be the last one to, and, you know, like what you can do is, if you were the person hiding and let's say that Deanna was hiding as well, you could like throw a rock in her direction. And then if I'm the one who's it, you know, as the demon, yeah. I'd be like, Oh, there it is. You know? And like, I'd go running after Deanna. You can, you know, trick the demon into going to certain places and even screw over the people who are right. being hunted. <laughs> like, like I just think about games like that. It would be fun to put them in a, um, in a digital world because then the, the boundaries become endless in how you immerse yourself in that. Right. So what do you think? Like, what, what else do you think would be fun? Uh, I mean, basic games would be like Tag, you know? Sure. Or um, Red Rover. Oh, Red Rover would be great. <laughs> you have to hit the button real quick to stop the person from going through. And you got to hit the <laughs> button real quick to, you know, go right. through you guys. Or maybe there's stats and, like, this guy's strong, but this guy is fast. And so you go towards the fast guy, yeah. you know, whatever. And <laughs> Like, what other games did you play as a kid, like, growing up? Like, I used to play um, Capture the Flag a lot when I was... Never played Catch the Flag as a Really kid. young. Yeah, because we had like a, a, a fairly big yard okay. and we'd, one one uh, team would be in the front yard, the other team would place, you know, their, their flag on a tree in my backyard and then we would have to run around the house on either side and uh, try to, you know, capture said flag or, or go save the people right. um, on the, you know, who are who have been captured or right. whatever. 
Um, like that would be a, another fun. Like you, you see, capture the flag in sort of a deathmatch mode, right. like on exactly. Halo, right? <laughs> but you don't really see it in the classic format of just tag, right? And well, I mean, not for lack of skill, because again, it's deathmatch. You see somebody you shoot it, you know, mm-hmm. but. You don't want to be seen. You want to be strategic. You want to get around. You want to get their flag, get back without, you know, getting caught. Yeah, turn it more into a stealth experience and a right. speed experience. Like, that would be kind of neat. Exactly. Like, what other games do you think would, like, have you played as a kid that would be fun to, to experience on, on console? Okay. Well, isn't that... <laughs> that isn't that's that, already been that's a video t- game. That's, that's Team Deathmatch, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but they already made that into, uh, I think, Super Dodgeball was on Nintendo, Super Nintendo. So, oh, really? Yeah, they already made a, a video game version of that many years ago. Oh, okay. Um, oh, speaking of which, and this is just on the topic of video uh-huh. games, did you hear about the 22-inch... It's like a 22-inch uh, laptop... Um, oh, the curved screen? With from, the curved screen. Uh, Acer? Is it, is it Acer? Yeah, I think it was Acer, not Asus. Yeah, 22-inch, 17 pounds 17 of pounds. laptop, Yeah, of gaming it, laptop. It has space for, I think, four hard drives, four bays, for, like, you can put up to four yeah. SSDs. It's got two video uh, graphics cards on there. Is that, is that too much to you? Like, do, do you feel like that's just way too much? I, I mean, have you seen my laptop bag? It's already heavy as it is. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have a 15-inch MacBook Pro that I, yeah. that I walk around with, and I feel like that's... I wouldn't have a... Speaking of, I would not have a bag big enough to, to carry that thing around. Yeah, you need a piece of luggage. I because yeah, my biggest one will be seventeen inches, which is still five inches short. Jeez, Jeebus. Um, yeah, I, I put that actually up on Facebook, and okay. and uh, it's just I, I've gotten the same reaction. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> like that's everybody's reaction. It's like, I just don't think that that's uh, that's economic or anything. I just it's weird. Do, I don't know. People it, at home, like if if you think that you would play, um. You know, is it gas powered? <laughs> no, it's basically solar powered mixed with a little bit of of uh, a hamster running in a wheel because, okay. and then maybe some gamma radiation. Gamma you know? radiation. The Hulk actually, you know, pops out every once in a while. Because how do you keep that thing running for more than an hour if it's a twenty-two inch, you know, curved screen? Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I know it's an LED. It's sipping, but also two video cards and X amount of hard drives. And... Oh yeah, it's like a supercomputer. Yeah. But anyway, no. If you would, if you think that you would end up playing any video games on the computer i'm really curious to, to hear from from our audience and right. know about that geek 30 podcast at gmail.com uh yeah 22 inch curved screen super laptop probably thousands of dollars would, right. you, would you buy that and play games on it i just don't think i would i just I'd, don't think I'd, I would. I'd be at a desktop for that at that point yeah. anyway um wow. whoops i dropped my phone wow, um, you do that <laughs> i don't know I'm just trying to break shit so anyway no i the the concept of this hot lava game mm-hmm. I thought was really intriguing and, and it kind of got me feeling nostalgic. Like I usually do when we talk on the show. Right. And I was thinking like, you know, it's such a basic concept. It right. was so cool to have, um, you know, other childhood games that we could, um, that we, that we could play maximize on. Yeah. Well, I, I saw the other one. There was one where you, uh, don the persona of a cat. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just go around just like as a cat. Yeah, and so what do you like, do? oh my god, this is awesome. What, what um, do you do in that game? I, I guess you just go I don't know what the point of the game is. I just you know, You're I saw a, a couple cat. videos. Yeah. So, where he jumps up on pipes and walks around and you see everything from a perspective of a cat. So it's like that's so it's like such a simple idea. So Why just, didn't I think of that? <laughs> you're just an asshole. Yeah, you're just a, yeah, a running asshole. A, a running <laughs> asshole who, who like bites and scratches at people for no reason. I want exactly three belly rubs, and then I'm gonna bite you. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then if you do, if you touch me one more time, I'm gonna bite the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, rrr, rrr. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. I hate yeah. cats. No, actually, I don't. I don't. I I like cats. It, it depends on the cat. I think. Um, Jamie, who who you've who you guys have seen on this show. Yes. 
um, has a cat named May, and um, May and I are not best friends. Ooh. May likes to attack me, and um, you know it's not you know not, okay. And, and I'm not gonna act like a victim here because is it I, a horde alliance kind of an issue or no? It's more like I just like to fuck with the cat, <laughs> so I guess I'm asking for it. But uh, I usually end up leaving their house with more scratches on me than I came there with. So. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember one time uh, May was in this like little little house sort of thing that they had for him, uh-huh. and it was made out of this. Uh, I don't I don't know how to explain the material. It's almost like if you you know how you have a raincoat and it's kind of a like a like a, a vinyl almost, like a vinyl but, sort yeah. of material. Yeah, and so this house is made out of that. So the cat was in the house and I was just poking at the house. <laughs> Like from different <laughs> angles. And and it was really funny because May would like, you know, scratch at the wall where I was poking in at. And he would and then like sometimes he would go and bite at it and like, you know, I, my finger would be away. Yeah. Well, one time I didn't pull away fast enough. <laughs> he got a hold of my finger and like didn't let go. And I was like, ow, ow. And he ended up letting go. So all right. All right. Like, I get it. All right. Yeah. All right. He was like, all right, fine. You, you win. No more fucking with you. Um, I have uh, my friend Mike, the one I've been playing Legion with now. Um, he uh, he has two cats, and both of them were semi-feral at some point. Um, he brought them home and domesticated them, but okay. uh, one of them doesn't know what to do with attention. Uh, his name's Hobbs. So they have two cats, Callie and Hobbs, so kind of like Calvin Hobbs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Hobbs uh, will come up to your legs and start, you know, rubbing against you. It's like, oh, and you put your hand down, start pinning him on the heads. And after like two seconds, he'll attack you. Yeah. Like he wants the attention. And he's like, no, no, no. What are you doing? No, I don't want this. It's just, he doesn't know what They're to like do. They're like crazy girlfriends. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that is like. No, maybe not. <laughs> It's like, oh, show me affection. Show- Sorry, why are you showing me so much affection? <laughs> Leave me alone. You're suffocating me. Where are you going? Uh, I'm, I'm sensitive, you know. Ah, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, so the hot, you, lava, hot lava video game. <laughs> That's a hell of a tangent. Um, I don't even know how we got onto that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, let us know if you have any thoughts or if you've seen this game, if you want to play this game. Um, I actually think I, I want to buy it, depending on how much it ends up costing mm-hmm. and what the content is actually like. I think I'll buy it just because it looks really interesting. The graphics look great. So, What about... Um, what's that one where you're, you have a, a, a row of people and you're looking away from them and you turn around... And it, like they had to like stop, almost like kind of oh Red Rover. Uh, no, uh, Red Rover. I thought that was the one where you had to run through people. Oh yeah, um, the one where you turn around and they stop. Red light, green light. Yeah, exactly. What yeah, that is a game. That would be good. You know what? You know what? You know what? That actually that actually kind of exists already. Yeah, it's called uh, Slender Man. Oh right, kind of. It's a single kind player of, yeah. experience, and it's terrifying as shit. Right, because the more the the more you progress, the darker it gets. Yeah, and some <laughs> and and this uh, scary being basically follows you around, and when you turn around, he's there, but you can't look directly at him, otherwise you die. Yeah. Uh, so you have to kind of glance at him, but you can't look directly at him. But he's like this tall, skinny thing. Just watch, go to YouTube and and search for people playing Slenderman. It's right. actually really funny. People <laughs> freaking the fuck out, freaking the fuck out. I don't think I'd be able to play that. Right. Oh man. It's it's nuts. Anyway, uh, so our you know our final topic that we wanted to chat about was uh, the fact that Adult Swim turned fifteen years old. Fifteen. You know, we just celebrated our one year. One year, exactly. Our, we're one years old. One years old, plural. plural. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Adult Swim has a fourteen has fourteen years on us. That's that's crazy. I like I, I remember when it was it. when it when it came into inception. Like right. Um, 
you know, the first show that was on, uh, that was on, uh, the adult swim was space ghost coast to coast. It was an awesome. Wasn't awesome that great? Show. Yeah. Loved it. So explain what space ghost coast to coast was for those who may not know what it is. So space coast was originally a, um, 60s or 50s? Uh, it's from the 1960s. 60s, yeah. It was uh, a cartoon, uh, kind of like that Hanna-Barbera style cartoon. It was a um, space ghost. Uh, he was as a superhero. They went out and just fought crime or evil and all kinds of bad stuff and had fun with it. Um, in Space Coast, Coast to Coast, he's actually sitting behind a desk, kind of like Jimmy Fallon or, <laughs> you know, um, Colbert. And whatnot. So he's yeah. got his own like a night uh, talk show host, and he'd bring people on board. Except it was completely stupid and hilarious. Like it was the more stupid it got, the more hilarious it got. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. At one point, he's like he's flexing his muscles. At another point, he's got uh, Borak or <laughs> uh, yeah, like a couple of different like people that were yeah, exactly. He had the Mantis who played like music for him, who was like passive aggressive the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So um, um, there's a there's something. That I found on Reddit, it said, you know, 15 years ago, Cartoon Network gave three hours in the middle of the night to an experiment called Adult Swim. Ooh. Excuse me. Had to burp. Um, all right. So 15 years ago today, Cartoon Network gave three hours in the middle of the night to an experiment called Adult Swim. For the past, for the last 10 years in a row, the network has ranked number one am among adults 18 to 34 years old in basic cable ratings across the total day. The median age of the Adult Swim viewer is 24 years old, about half that of viewers across all broadcasts and cable channels. It saved Family Guy and is responsible for making Seth MacFarlane a TV powerhouse with three shows, three movies, and nine-figure net worth. My God. Anyway. Um, and a relationship with Amelia Clark. Not not a good thing to everyone. Anyway. <laughs> it saved Futurama. It turned Tim and Eric from two weirdos who were mailing unsolicited DVDs to Bob Odenkirk, uh, two comedy superstars with a multi multimedia and multi-channel entertainment kingdom with two movies and 13 television shows, including Nathan, Nathan For You, Comedy Bang Bang, Review with Bob and David, and Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those shows. No. It's the most awkward comedy <laughs> ever. Oh, I hate awkward comedy. <laughs> it, oh, you would hate this. And I love it because it's so cringeworthy. It's yeah. like it's like cringe comedy. So uh the for instance, Dr. Steve Brule is um oh, what's the actor's name? Uh he was in Step Brothers with Will Farrell. Um John um, C. Riley. John C. Riley, yeah. He's basically playing this guy, Dr. Steve Brule, and he's like really, he's just super awkward and he's like talking to people about their problems. He's being really awkward about it. <laughs> I'm still not going to watch it. I'm not No, I know. I know. It's, but if you like that sort of like cringeworthy <laughs> like between stuff. Between Two Ferns with uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yes, it's like I, that. It's I like that. Could. Oh, I love that stuff. <laughs> Mostly because you're watching the other guy and he's sitting there like, the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> I hate that. I there's don't know. A, there's a lot of that comedy on on Adult Swim. Okay. Not it's maybe fifty fifty between right, that and like right. then you get the Family Guy and like you know all that sort of stuff. Um, but then you know it spawned uh, shows like uh, Metalocalypse. Do you ever watch that? Yes. And um, you know, Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Venture Brothers, um, which is my favorite. Venture Brothers, I think, has to be my favorite Adult really? Swim. Yeah. Okay. By all means, because it's the type of show where it's very much lived in. You hop in, and this world is, you know, their their uh, their grandfather is, you know, some kind of um, genius, and you know, he had some kind of team of of awesome people around him, and then they're all old now, and their grandfather is gone or dead or something, and 
uh, I just love the lore behind it. I love shows that are like really deep like that. So right. what is your favorite Adult Swim show? And while he's doing that, I'm pouring another beer. Yay. Um, that's rough. Because there was a lot of them. Um, I like a lot of those shows. It's tough, right? Right. Just start naming some like like Metal you know Apocalypse is one that's really. I would if if I could, I would probably say Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yeah. Okay. The, Honestly, the OG. The OG. Uh, it was so. But you see, that's cringe comedy, and you you no, like was that. It? But that yes, was it cringe, absolutely is. It was is. not cringe comedy. It was ridiculousness, and it was awesome. My favorite line from that show was when somehow he was eating like a pile of nachos. Uh-huh. And he goes, I'm in carbohydrate heaven. <laughs> that was my favorite part of that show. Me anyway. give up cards over my bread body. <laughs> uh, um, no, I, I love that. It was the show that introduced uh, Johnny Bravo, Puff, Powerpuff Girls, um, and was it Dexter's Lab? There was a third yeah. one. Yeah, Dexter's Lab, I think. I'm pretty sure. I know it was definitely Johnny Bravo and uh, Powerpuff Which Girls. Which Seth MacFarlane helped create. Well, not create, but he was a writer on that show. Right, right. Which is funny, and now you know he he's responsible for obviously for Family Guy and a number of other shows that have uh, that premiered on Adult Swim. He goes on tour like singing baritone. He's incredible, right? He does he does it all, yeah, and does the voices, Dewey and <laughs> Giggity, all that stuff, yeah. Yep. Um, so Space Ghost Coast to Coast, Space Ghost huh? might be my favorite, absolutely. Interesting. Okay, I would have put you as something like a Metalocalypse, or, or it was great. I, don't get me wrong, I love Metalocalypse. Harvey Birdman, Attorney of Law. <laughs> Remember, we were sitting here watching that, right? <laughs> Remember, I, we were, I, put yeah. it, I put that on right. the TV. I, I, I want to say on I the television. all of like three episodes of that. I love, I love how it was awkward good, that but shows. I never got into it. Oh, man, it's so funny. I mean, I... You get that thing I sent you? Like the, like the little the hippo guy? He, he walks into the room at like a random point, like a really inappropriate time. He walks in, he's like, hey, did you get that thing I sent you? And just... He's like, oh, I got it. Oh, yeah, you did. And it's just like a running gag on the show. <laughs> oh man, people who, who people who don't watch that show are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Go watch that show if you it, like. It's actually it's was it, legitimately. Were, weren't they fun. in a courtroom with like some kind of mastermind of evil? And he's like, "Um, yeah, I'm the evil guy here." It's like, "Yeah, but but really, did you?" You know, yeah. they were like kind of almost arguing against. Him. It was like, "No, I'm I'm the bad guy." What the f- you know? yeah? The the ju- and, and that's another Hanna Barbera um, inspired show where they just basically it's like what are all the Hanna Barbera characters up to these days oh you know no big deal it's just you know uh what is it uh the little boy from the Jetsons now you know crack addict and yeah uh, um <laughs> Elroy and Elroy and, yeah. and like you know uh Apache Chief is showing off his nuts to everybody when he gets really really big and he you know people look up and they're like oh my god look at that wiener <laughs> Um, like the big blue one from uh, the Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> That's like exactly. I didn't need that. I did not need yeah. that. <laughs> and then like one of the one of the evil people from the Birdman uh, show is like the he's the judge, right? <laughs> and you know, he's he's up there and he he always goes, <laughs> and then, like, he, then he's like, oh, I know what you're gonna say, and like he he does. It's just real quick, stupid humor. Right, right. Anyway. It was it was a good show. Yeah. I, I only saw like three episodes of that one. Yeah, you gotta watch more. I think I feel like that's a show you you of all people would <laughs> love and appreciate that humor. Fair enough. Uh, Fair anyway. enough. Let us know what your favorite Adult Swim show um, is, was, whatever. You know, has Adult Swim, uh, you know, not kept your attention? I still watch stuff on it. Right. You know, every once in a while when it's streaming on Netflix or Hulu. Because or it was it was sort of a uh, a right thing at the right time kind of experiment. Because mm-hmm. you said you know they gave him a three hour block just to try something new. Um, it was. 
what, 2001? Since it's 15 years, uh, 16 years. Yeah, 15 years. Yeah. So 2001, um, that would be, Simpsons aren't, they're, they're good, mm-hmm. but I think that's after um, Conan O'Brien left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're not as solid. I, they they kind of weaned down. It's not the same. Beavis and Butthead was no longer on yeah. there. Um, they had canceled a couple of other shows. I think King of the Hill was still there, but, okay. but it was kind of ramping down. If I right, right. Right. And I, I feel like King of the Hill, the later it got into seasons, it had a different audience than it did originally. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I, I, and that was Fox. Like yeah. Fox used to be the king. Right. Of, of, <laughs> of, of, of like, you know, that late night. Right. Uh, cartoon adult cartoon sort of thing you know even even with comedy central having south park they didn't have they just had south park that's all it was um and they still do but and then adult swim comes along and i I feel like they've kind of taken up that mantle of like adult cartoons live here exactly something you can just disconnect enjoy laugh at you know oh yeah serious because everything now is a drama whatever i just saw an episode of a supergirl from the cw Uh uh-huh I am not watching that show. Oh. I am not watching that show. <laughs> I want to watch it. So I, I had a really great conversation. Uh, shout out to Neil. Okay. Who um, I met at Tin Cannon Brewery last night. And Neil, I would love to have him on the show. Right. We talked about having him on to talk about Marvel when uh, when Doctor Strange comes out. Nice. He's That'll a be exciting. big, big Marvel nut. So awesome. he loves he loves all that sort of stuff. So I need to learn some stuff from him then. Yeah. So he, um, but he was talking about how he's you know, never really got into the DC stuff. And then he started watching the stuff on the CW and he, right. he's like really into green arrow now and, and flash. And like, I don't, I don't know if he said he started watching, um, Supergirl, okay. but he watched some of the crossover stuff with the flash, I believe is what he said. So, which if that's in the flash realm, it'll be probably a different thing. I've seen an episode or two of the flash and arrow and they were, they were fun, but the Supergirl stuff seemed overly dramatic almost for no reason kind of a deal yeah um i'll i can go into that later on but um somebody goes and saves something and still gets in trouble and they're like we trusted you it's like did you not just freaking see me save the world <laughs> you know some you? gratitude would be nice <laughs> exactly a little bit i was like okay you're just yeah. being dramatic just for the fact of being you know dramatic yeah. it's like come on it's unbelievable so um maybe maybe a little too drama for me okay well you know i'm i i still want to go watch it just because i feel like i needed i i need that Fair i need enough. to just do it yeah um, I might I might start again to see if I grow because the episode I saw was out of context, obviously. <laughs> so before you do any of that, you need to go watch Daredevil. Well, I need to watch Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones first. So you've seen the first season of Daredevil. First right? season of Daredevil. I need to watch Jessica Jones, then go back to Daredevil. Yep, and Daredevil just in time for Luke Cage. To... Luke Cage comes out later this month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Marvel's killing it though. Yeah. Anyway, we I'm talk about rides. that on every we talk about that on every show. <laughs> so we'll we'll save you guys that. Uh, that but you know back to the topic of Adult Swim. If you if you would like to share your favorite Adult Swim show, uh, we would love to hear about it. Absolutely, Geek Thirty Podcast at Gmail Now we had some really great uh, responses from last week's question of the week, which was um, again it was what is the was worst, the beer, worst beer, beer you've yeah. ever had? Uh, so some really funny responses <laughs> that we'll share with you now. So let's get into the Geek Thirty question of the week. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. So last week's question was, what is the worst beer you've ever had? Jojo, what is the worst beer that you've ever had? That my, Mine was the Marcidus 10, and my brother agrees with me. Right, and mine <laughs> was uh, your fault. It was, and that's not the name of the beer. It's it literally is Jojo's name, fault. It's your fault beer. No, no, no. This is, this, guys, this was Jojo's fault. You go and listen to a past episode, or it was, I don't know, it was. It the was Prickly Pear from Shiner. Yeah. yeah. Prickly Pear from Shiner. 
not my favorite <laughs> obviously i tried i tried you know you you, you did terribly <laughs> i don't even want to give you credit i enjoyed it though okay good i'm glad you did anyway <laughs> so we had some responses um let's see at erickson 23 cois uh on twitter says golden anniversary ice was the worst beer that he's ever had really um i don't even think i've heard of that yeah david is actually he's a good listener of the show um so i appreciate you david uh you know sharing that uh i've never actually had it so uh, you know i kind of want to try it just to say i've tried it and see how bad it is i almost want not to try it (laughs) because if it's that bad but yeah like it's kind of like watching a a train you know going off the tracks you got to just keep watching because it's just it's a train wreck right you know anyway uh so at the underscore Stone Creek says Miller Lite should not even be allowed to call itself a beer. Of the three, Miller Lite is the most beer-like yeah. of Miller Bud and Coors. That being said, they're not beer. Well, no, but you know, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't quite disagree with that. I or I don't quite agree with that. I kind of disagree with it because okay. I enjoy drinking Miller Lite uh-huh. when I just want to drink something really, really just light, and you know, like Deanna's parents drink a lot of it, and that's right. not the reason I'm saying it, right? Um, the reason I'm saying is because like I go over there and you know we're watching football and like I'm just drinking a a, a beer that you know I can just kind of throw a few back and I don't feel really right. really drunk afterwards, you know it's it's a good that's, that's my default. Anytime we go out uh, for like steak night or wings or whatever, uh, Ryan gets the Bud Light, uh, yeah. Ben gets the Coors Light, and I get the Miller Light. Yeah. you know of the three. Um, so it's definitely the easiest to drink, but at home, it's a lot easier to circle, uh, cycle, uh, Michelob Ultra Lime Cactus or another, you know, light mm-hmm. beer, like Shiner, you know, Prickly Pear. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Just throw up a little bit. Just um, a little bit. So, uh, at Movie Guys Craig says, I can't remember that, uh, what style it was, but years ago I had a Taproom 21 that I couldn't even finish. That's... Yeah, when you when you have a beer that you can't even like power through, like I powered through that one. I powered through Marcidus Ten. Yeah, so I paid for it. (laughs) At uh, Suga Spinner on Twitter says Matzo's chili beer. Hold on, who? I just threw up a little bit. It's either disgusting or I just wasn't man enough to finish it. No, a chili flavored beer. Come on, bro. uh, Like that's not. We have a mutual friend Kelly who had a birthday back in. Oh my god. A few years ago, she had a birthday. Yeah, a few. It hasn't happened recently. But no, I don't think that she's turned she's <laughs> exactly. She's just ages, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, she had a birthday you, in. Kelly. Yeah, exactly. Um, we, she had a birthday in Arlington at a small. Uh, well, it wasn't a brew pub. It was just a, a, a dive bar. But they served a bunch of different cool like micro brews and locals and all that stuff. Yeah. And they had bacon beer on tap. And it tasted exactly like bacon, and it tasted exactly like beer. And I realized after the first sip, I do not want this. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was true to its name. It wasn't bad. It was exactly bacon. It was exactly beer. But I do not want to drink bacon. I, I don't want to drink chili. I agree. I don't want to drink chili. I want yeah. to eat it. And, exactly. You know, and then maybe, have a Miller Lite on the side. Maybe drink something light like a Miller Lite on the side of it, because yeah. Lord knows that shit sits heavy. You don't want to uh, drink chili. No, and, and knowing what that chili will likely do to me oh, about, you know, 20 minutes later. Better out than in, I say. Thanks, Shrek. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. So I'm just checking for more uh, responses. We we got a, a few, but I'm just double checking here. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Um, Well, you know, I think that's that's all the ones that we had. So 
we're just going to skip ahead to the to the to this week's Geek Thirty question of the week, which is JoJo. Which canceled TV show would you bring back? I would bring back Futurama. Absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah, Futurama. Um, I would have to say, and I this this there was a lot of debate here. We spent like an hour, wasted an hour debating yep. here. We were trying to figure out what we would say because this is this is a really hard question. Right, exactly. Um, and I I'd, I'd have to stick with Firefly. Okay, so I would like to explain why Futurama, you know, first, and then you explain Firefly. So Absolutely. I want to bring fat back Futurama. I don't want to bring fat Futurama. I want to bring back Futurama. I, well, I, fat Futurama works for me. I'm okay <laughs> with that. I, I I agree with this. I want to bring back Futurama because Futurama. <laughs> it is the, its own explanation. It, it, really? I mean, there's it. it I I you know. <laughs> This may be blasphemous to some of you. I enjoy it more than The Simpsons. I have always enjoyed it more than Simpsons. Right. I, there, there was great Simpsons episodes. Don't get me yes, wrong. I love Futurama as a whole, yeah. as opposed to individual Simpsons episodes. But then Conan left, and then it's a different <laughs> show now. So no, I mean really though, right, it's, right. I, it's I enjoy so wa- I enjoy watching The Simpsons. Don't right. get me wrong. It's a great show to just kind of sit back, lay back, and you know watch a uh, uh, you know a stupid cartoon and. Um, not stupid in a bad way. I, I just mean it's it's just something you, I can just kind of have on in the background and and casually watch. So, are they going for some kind of marathon title or something like that? Because I know Doctor Who was like the longest running for the longest time. I'm trying to beat Doctor Who. Maybe they're, they're trying never to catch up. They're never going to catch up. But I feel like they don't have enough content to catch up at this point. Yeah, maybe they're just, they're just reaching. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I just I I, I legitimately worry about The Simpsons because right. it's such a a staple and a trademark right right that it just doesn't feel like it has the same impact you know over the past few years and they're, they're beating Plus, a dead horse yeah i mean let's oh let's oh, oh it's going to be a lisa centric episode so like let's make it really thought-provoking and philosophical right no i don't want to watch that shit i want to watch homer choking out bart <laughs> you know and i want to watch shorts. i, I want to watch M- maggie you know shooting uh mr burns <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know, just stupid. You know, we talked about slapstick comedy. I right. think it's appropriate in this manner, but it's also they—they they also were very clever with a lot of the writing, absolutely, and, and the dialogue. It was brilliant. It was, it was a good mashup of both. Right. So, uh, that, that, that's how I feel balance. about The Simpsons. But but Futurama was a smart sort of comedy. Like it didn't pander to the audience, and occasionally it did well, take the uh, the easy route out, you know, pandered, of a joke. But you know, I would say it did pander right. in the right way because. They knew their audience was going to be a geeky sort of, you know. Right. Oh, Alex is watching this show, so he's going to like all the Star Trek references and, um, in this really obscure futuristic world. So, I I miss that, that. That that to me was is more catering than pandering. I feel like they did okay. all right, fair a enough, fair a, a service to their audience. Yeah. Um, I feel like Simpsons tries to blanket a lot of people, and I also feel like they're beating a dead horse right now. Yeah, I, I really do worry because I I respect the shit out of the Simpsons. Right. Um, They've been and I, and since I still enjoy, I like, think. Yeah. yeah, and I still enjoy watching it. Don't get me wrong, right. but it's just not the same. No. And that's to be said though for a show that has been on. It's like the longest running cartoon in history, right. but ever. But I mean, and that's just a testament to Futurama. Futurama was short lived twice. You know, they should have yeah. kept going with it when it was on Fox and it should have kept going up with it when it was on Comedy Central. Yeah. And it just I don't know why it fell by the wayside when it was so smart and so well executed. Yeah. Comedy Central, I guess, you know, I was reading something that they ended up just saying, oh, you know, we're not bringing it back. Matt Grunning wasn't surprised by this news. Right. But he was um, 
talking about how they weren't actively pursuing a follow-up to Futurama. Like maybe they, they, they were considering a movie right. or something, but they weren't actively pursuing it. Um, so, you know, who knows what will end up happening. Right. You know, it's probably going to be in like the next couple of years. Everybody's going to be like, oh, remember Futurama? Yeah, you know what? Let's get together and do another movie. Anyway, so. I, w- I would not be against that. I wouldn't either. So JoJo, Firefly. Firefly. Uh, so a couple of the uh, contenders I had. Um, many of you might not. Sorry, IPA burp. <laughs> you, you what burp? IPA burp. Oh, I heard I pity burped. I, I was pity like, burped. Is that, a, is that a pity burp? A pity burp for Simpsons. <laughs> um, so Studio 60 on Sunset Strip came out the same time as Heroes did. And I actually ended up liking Studio 60 more than Heroes for their first season. Unfortunately, they were canceled immediately. You know, you can't have anything nice these days. Um, there was a bunch of stuff I remember as a kid, but... Things that you remember as a kid, like Vitor and Ronin Warriors and, you know, G.I. Joe Transformers, they're not as good as you remember them. Right. (laughs) So I was like, I want to bring them back for the enjoyment, but it's like, they weren't that good. I enjoyed them at the time, but they weren't that good. (laughs) You know, so I don't want to waste my uh, my vote on that. Um, I know they've been fighting and and clawing and trying to get Firefly back together because, you know, Fox loves to royally screw something into the ground. Yep. Um, So they, uh, family guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Again, <laughs> which I don't know why they had two spinoffs of that show, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, American Dad is actually legit, but they got rid of American Dad. American Dad now lives on TBS. See, I, I only watched like two or three episodes. I never got into no, that. Oh my God. It's, it gets so much better. I, I swear, so, so, like, so you got to wait through all the. Oh, no, man. you don't have to wait through anything. You just skip ahead to whatever season you want to okay. start watching, and it's yeah. hilarious. Okay. That makes sense. It's great, man. But, um, Fox from the from the get go, Whedon, um, Joss Whedon put together a fantastic show, and Fox went ahead and put the second episode as the first episode, which negated the uh, character introduction. So a lot of people didn't know what's going on. They were thrown into this mix. There were th- a lot of things were going on. They they didn't understand it. So it had a really bad uh, rating in the first show. Uh-huh. Then it started you know picking up wind. You know when they started putting out other shows like okay this is awesome. But not enough. So yeah. Fox almost kind of shot themselves in the foot by not putting it in the right order. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the viewership. It's like, well, we don't have viewership. We're just going to cancel it. You know. So yeah. they they almost set this up for its own doom. Um, they the clause says they can't create that show for ten years. You know, after you know the it's, it's end because of Fox, but it doesn't include the movie, which is why they came out with Serenity of a different mm-hmm. title, yep. you know, the name of the the ship. It just uh, so happens that all the characters are the same. You know, exactly, exactly. But Josh Wayne is smart like that because that's why with the uh, the first Avengers movies, um, it's actually the scroll, but they're um, he makes a reference to a different name that they have because the. Scroll is actually a tie-in with the Fox-owned uh, Fantastic Four franchise. He's worked with Fox before. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. So he was able to circumvent it to keep the Avengers stuff going forward, even though some of that stuff crosses over, because right. a lot of Marvel stuff crosses over, obviously. Um, so they were able to make the movie. It, had, uh, it put a bow tie on a lot of things that a lot of people were wanting, and it kind of opened up a, a couple of other uh, new things as well. Um, I, I would love to see Mal back at the helm as okay. captain. Yeah, and just the whole crew. Yeah, I mean, Firefly is kind of a staple of geek culture. Right, so, exactly. Um, you know, let us know your all's thoughts on what your uh, number one, you know, return to to TV or maybe even, you know, say a movie or whatever, your, your the, the show that you want to see that was canceled, bringing it back 
um, in some kind of form or fashion. I think it's it's a really enticing question. We would love to hear um, other thoughts on that, or if you agree with us about Futurama and you know Firefly, Serenity, you know whatever. Great. Let us know. Geek30podcast at gmail.com. Um, so, JoJo, this is a great place to wrap up the show. Uh, remind folks where else they can reach us. So, again, the email is geek30podcast at gmail.com, and 30 is spelled out. So, geek30podcast at gmail.com. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 443-424-3350. At Geek30 is our Twitter handle, and again, 30 is spelled out. We have a website which is beautifully done, which has links to everything, and that was all Alex's fault. I tried breaking it. And <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, I, I tried breaking it. He, he wouldn't let me break it. But that is www.geek30.com, again, spelled out. Absolutely. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. As always, that helps us get the word out about the show. Thank you to Tin Can and Brewing Company. Shout Absolutely. out to yes. everybody over there. Um, you know, John, uh, Sabrina, Jose, Angelica, um, you know, Bobby, um, and, and you know, shout out to Neil, who's one of the patrons over there. Again, hopefully we'll have him on the show. And um, thank Making you. Making us IPA drinkers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like we've had so many IPAs I on know, the show. Right? <laughs> but, but these are all really good IPAs. So, again, we want to share really good beer with you guys. Encourage you to visit them um, You know, in Gainesville. Check them out. Google them, etc. cetera. Uh, and, of course, thank you to you all for listening. Until next time. Thank you so much for geeking out with us. See ya. Coming up on today's show, Gone with I, well, I wanted to say Gene Wilder. Alright, hold on. Gone bleh. I'm gonna have to keep that. Gone bleh. 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 Uh. Uh. <laughs>